Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here with Vicki and Kim, and we're excited to talk about all things homeschool high school, because that's a good thing to talk about, right? Because we like homeschool high school. We love homeschool high school. But we know lots of people who think that homeschool high school is a little bit scary, maybe, or a little intimidating. So mm-hmm. we would like mm-hmm. to help take some of that away. Yeah, maybe we don't think it's so scary because we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole looking back and going, yeah, we did it. And it was, it was, it was okay. That helps. Yeah, I can remember before we started, it was the scariest thing I ever thought about. Yes. And then looking back, I say, these were the best years yet. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I honestly think I enjoyed homeschooling high school more than any of the other years. And it was all good, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if you are one of those parents who is feeling maybe a little intimidated or a little stressed sometimes at the thought of, yes, I want to go all the way to graduation and flip that tassel on my kid's head, um, maybe we can encourage you and give you some practical strategies too. Indeed. So today we are going to talk about... The teens who don't have a clue what they want to do after high school graduation. It's the most horrible question a lot of teenagers get. And everyone asks teenagers, especially seniors in high school, but all teenagers get it. What are you going to do when you grow up? What are you going to do after graduation? I'm still personally trying to figure out what I'm going to do when I grow up. So I don't think that that's a fair question to ask a 17 or 18 year old. (laughs) (laughs) What we make a rule around our homeschool community is you don't ask a senior what they're doing after graduation. Yeah, you can just watch their blood pressure go up about 10 points when they get asked that question. It's it's stressful. So why why is it so stressful? I mean, they want to be grownups, right? They're desperate to be independent. So why is it also paralyzing for some kids? I think that teenagers have the same disease that us moms can catch, which is there's one right way to get things done. And so they think they have to know the right thing about their future or they're a failure. That's a big word, failure. Yeah. You know, it's amazing now that I am older, it's amazing to think what what I actually have to see in an 18-year-old's life to label him or her a failure. How can anyone possibly be a failure by 17 or 18? That's just laughable, right? Once you've lived a few years, you think, oh no, you'll need a lot more years to actually (laughs) fail. (laughs) But oh, it's so scary when you're that age. Well, and you know, human development-wise is teenagers think that they're much more powerful and much more in control and have to know much more than they actually do and we've been around for a long time and so we hopefully know there's more than one right path in life and you know more than one thing is going to happen but the teens they don't know that and they think they're supposed to and they, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with them if, if they aren't and that that can be really debilitating or or very oppressive oppressive yeah yeah so we're dealing with a fundamental thing that we talk about frequently here on the podcast that we are not responsible for outcomes with our kids and there is only a certain degree to which they are responsible for outcomes as well. They need to take responsibility for I'm going to make choices and I'm going to make them wisely and I'm going to do what I can to, to move forward one step at a time. But 
there's no guarantee that one plus one is always going to equal two. Um, oh, if I go to college for this, then I'm going to be employed in my field right away and I'm going to make a living and be able to find a mate and get married right away and start a family. And there's a whole lot of uncontrollable factors in that. You mean if we, if we do everything right homeschooling, we don't have a guarantee outcome that our kids will have a perfect adulthood with no stress? Oh, wow. How I wish I could give you a, a little badge that says, guaranteed. Yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, you know, even in my own life, not everything has been perfect. Go figure. Really? <laughs> but you do everything right. So. I do. I, I tell my husband that I'm doing everything right, and I tell my children that I'm always right, and still. It doesn't, it doesn't work out right. <laughs> Oh, my. We laugh because we like to laugh, but we also laugh because we really hope that you, dear seventh sister, who is listening to this podcast, that you will learn to laugh a little bit, too. Mm. And that we can trust God with the outcome and that even if we screw up, he's the great redeemer. Oh, big time. Big time. Yes. That is really at the heart of it. So maybe that's where we start with. We've got a teen who really just doesn't have a clue. And maybe that's our starting point for our list here of, of practical suggestions. Pray, look into what God's word has to say about life and God and us, and then be prepared to sit with it and wait, because it's not necessarily going to be one of those, here, I'll open my Bible to a random page and put my finger down, and whatever verse I see will tell me and my kid what he's going to do after graduation. (laughs) You can't turn to first homeschool. (laughs) Yeah, or I'll go on a mission trip and we'll climb up to the top of the mountain and then God will send a lightning bolt. And when this, the dust clears, there will be, a, you know, burn in the ground. Stuff, you right. shall be a blank. <laughs> and you shall go to X college. And we should get Sam to do a movie with that. That would oh, be a great scene. That would be awesome. Yes. Okay. Right, so Make stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Coming soon from, from Samuel White Productions. Yeah. He's got to do it. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh, be so great. it doesn't work that way. And yet, we've got to start with God. We've mm-hmm. got to start with prayer, and we've mm-hmm. got to start with the Word, and we've got to model that for our kid and mm-hmm. then help our kid to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And the, the, what you said about waiting is a lot of life is about waiting, and it doesn't mean you just wait sitting still. <clears throat> you know, video gaming, well, I'm waiting on God, and so I'm just... <laughs> mm-hmm. Or I'm just going to stay home and, and, you know, watch YouTubes or, uh-huh. you know, like... Mm-hmm. While you're waiting, you're faithful with what God has given you. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Somebody years ago just shared the simple phrase with me, and I'm sure it was not original with them, but just look, what do you have in your hand? It's the whole thing that God said to Moses with the staff, and it's what's in front of you right now, and what are you doing with it? And it may not be the answer. It may not be what you end up doing a year or five years from now. But if you're faithful with what's right in front of you right now, then... According to God, he's going to keep taking you one step at a time beyond that. It's like the the whole kingdom of God is like a seed that grows up to be, you know, a little blade and then an ear and then a full corn in the ear that God gives us little things to do. And that doesn't mean that's the full outcome. A blade doesn't look like an ear of corn. Right. But it's the faithfulness that God is looking for. So what's in your hand? I like that. That mm, would be a good Bible great, study yeah. for you to do, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be good. Put, tell Sam to put it in his movie. I will. I will. <laughs> there we go. Make sure. 
And Project I'll put a copy of the Bible study in the show notes for the video. Yeah, okay, yeah. We got a whole, we got a whole plan here. <laughs> All right. So we have a plan, but we're talking about teens who don't have a who plan. Who don't have a so plan. So we pray, we wait, we seek the Lord, and we're faithful with what's right in front of us. So some ways, some practical ways to be faithful with those high school years when you're not sure what you want to do. And one of the keys that we've seen effective in many, many families in our local community is varied experience. Mm -hmm. Don't be stuck in one, well, this is the way we're doing it, or this is what our co-op is Mm -hmm. doing, or this is what our friend did, or this is what his older sibling did. Varied experiences. What's, What's the value in spread them out into new areas. Mm. It's got to be. <laughs> okay, Vicki and Kim are now going to arm wrestle to see how to answer first. <laughs> I'll get it started because you probably you have go. a story. So, But a lot of times kids don't know what some of their callings are because they just haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. So that they need it, things that are out of their normal box because God has something planted in their heart, but they just haven't seen it. It's like the conditions aren't right yet. Mm-hmm. So they, in taking like out of the box courses, like electives and or not traditional histories or sciences, you know, things mm-hmm. that aren't in their usual experience, going on field trips that you've never been on before and you don't even know whether you'll be interested in. Mm. It's like those are never wasted and one of those may open a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for some of those, even closing a door can be just as valuable. If, if you've got a student who's sitting there and just really truly has no clue, closing some doors and narrowing some things down is something great that they can do sort of while they are waiting to get that fix of like what's really what's really the thing um, and another thing if I can plug another fellow podcaster our friend uh, our dear friend Melanie Wilson um, at Psycho Six uh, the Homeschool, Homeschool Sanity, Sanity yes yes um, also on the a, Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network yeah, Homeschool absolutely. Sanity show yep. stop listen yeah um, has a great uh, podcast and uh, post up this week about you know uh, about video gaming, which is sort of tangentially perhaps uh, associated with what we're doing here, um, but it's one of her suggestions was to um, in very much along the lines of what you're saying, Vicky, um, but also to you know pair them up with a friend or whatever so that it's not feeling so intimidating because something that you also want to make sure is you're keeping those connections going um, because it can feel really isolating to feel like. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. And even if it's not true, they tend to feel like everybody around them knows what they're doing next. Yes. You know, college acceptances are pouring in and kids are excited and some kids are getting scholarships and some kids are getting, you know, accepted into this special program or that special thing or, you know, so-and-so got accepted to all the colleges that they applied to and I'm sitting here and I don't even know what I want to do. Um, so, so that that magnifier thing but so continuing to have those interactions and making it a little a little more palatable by doing it um as uh, making sure that it's socially encouraging as well as intellectually encouraging so having adventures with friends absolutely yeah because the the kids just like us moms can get social media itis you know we look on facebook us moms and everybody has this perfect life and we feel like a failure and the kids go on all their social media gazillion things and 
a lot of kids will share, especially during the, the college search and acceptance time, all the good news. Yep. Yeah, and so the kids who are clueless, they go, like, oh, my gosh. So, right. Yeah. Around here, it's, you know, the picture of the big yellow envelope. For yeah. The, the fat Delaware, packet. The yeah. fat packet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you don't have your answer yet, if you're waiting or if you yeah. don't even know what you're doing, that's... That yeah. can be like like visually assaulting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes kids, when they're spending time with IRL, making eye contact with their friends <clears throat> and doing something as they are on a field trip or, or some kind mm-hmm. of activity together, they will honestly talk about their ideas mm-hmm. and, and give each other some positive feedback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also just volunteering can be a really powerful way to get exposure to something volunteer to do something new or different that you haven't done before and it gives you that sense of getting outside of yourself which can be really um powerful and also though expose you to something completely different that right. you haven't been in touch with before yeah and I, I think the the important thing to in all of that field trips volunteering being part of organizations it doesn't have to sound interesting mm. up front it only needs to sound new mm-hmm. and if it sounds really intimidating sorry sabrina was about to speak you know if it sounds like eh, i really don't know if i'm gonna like that pick something short term that's what I was just going to say, oh, actually. Don't sign your kid up to volunteer five hours a week for the entire school year yeah, for something that yeah. they've never tried. Do a one-shot. Do yeah. a one-shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can say to them, okay, so if it's an absolute disaster, guess what? You're going to spend one afternoon of your life trying this. And then it makes a great story forever. Like, Absolutely. you can use it to measure other disasters by, was it as bad as that <laughs> one? <laughs> yes, there's still a particular field trip that my children will always <laughs> hold up. <laughs> The ultimate homeschool failure. <laughs> but it's the favorite memory. It really, uh, like, yeah. the stories make the, yeah. And again, you know, when you're doing it with friends, then it's group suffering. It wasn't mm-hmm. just you all by yourself suffering through something horrible. So, yes, build those relationships at the same time. Okay, so variety of experience, so important. So, also, is working on speaking and writing skills. And that is mm-hmm. not something that I think a lot of parents would necessarily think about for their kid who is just sort of stuck and clueless about the future. So let's let's dig into a little bit of why continuing to, to build your writing skills and um, mastering some public speaking stuff is so important. Well, the obvious is they need to be college ready if they've got any vague inkling they're going to college. And even kids who aren't college bound need to be able to use their words to explain what's going on in life. Like they will have face-to-face interviews. Uh They will Mm -hmm. teach Sunday school to the little kids at some point. I mean, there are things in life that they need words. They need written words Mm -hmm. and they need verbal words. And so they need that life preparation. But as they do assignments, you know, speaking assignments, written assignments, God will use that to clarify some of the ideas that he's planted in their hearts for them mm-hmm. yeah with all of my kids at one time or another there was something where they had a writing assignment on a topic that I had chosen or that came out of a class that they were taking or not something they just pulled out of the air for mm-hmm. themselves and what they wrote revealed something to them that they've been trying to figure out the, mm-hmm. the wrestling process inside somehow clarified itself when they yeah. typed it just a normal essay or mm-hmm. research paper mm-hmm. or a short mm-hmm. story, and God uses that to pull things out of their soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay, how about role models? Two different kinds. How about in real life role models and then uh, not in your life, but in what you're reading and what you're watching and what you're learning about? Absolutely. Mm. Well, I mean, I've shared the story about going up to people at church and oh, you know, right, family yeah. events with my kids. You know, what do you like about your job? And you know, mm-hmm. how did you get your job or choose your job? But uh, kids, if they have a role model of someone who is doing a career well, mm. you know, who enjoys their career, doesn't have to be their calling, but just to see what it's like to be in a zone and to, to like what they're doing is really, really good for kids. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in a really informal way. One of my kids who was not so sure what was supposed to happen next um, met someone on a worship team at church. And just, I'm sure, not as, so tell me, what did you do and how did you get there? <laughs> and, you know, yeah. But just through the, through the course of conversation while the other people were you know, chatting and whatever, um, it, it opened a whole new world for my kid. Um, and that kid has, you know, that's really kind of... Yeah. Um, created an area where where he's just really very interested and and has become a has become a clear direction and a passion and all just one step at a time so it wasn't like like he talked to this guy and he's like oh bing that's it that's what i'm gonna do but he started asking more questions Mm it's a piece of the puzzle he started asking more questions he took a couple classes he met a couple teachers you know ended up in the right and it just you know then it becomes almost like a waterfall or a or a you know a, a brook you know becomes a river and, and yeah. it just kind of like then the current is going and it's more obvious. So All right, how about really... on paper? How can we expose kids to role models without it feeling like I'm cramming this down your throat? I want you to go and be like this amazing missionary doctor who saved an entire <laughs> section of the third world single handedly. Here you go, kid. You know, like <laughs> go go be like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, especially teens who don't have a clue are often very defensive and resistant when you say, oh, you know what, you should look into so-and-so, or how about you? Oh, yeah. So how, how can we get them some, some truly inspiring role models? Well, I think you spotted it right there. It's when we when we are advancing an agenda uh-huh. that, oh, yeah. that uh, you know, the clueless <laughs> teens are going to go, oh, no, and shut down. You know, I'm but, cornered. Yeah. We always say there's not one right way, but there are some wrong, wrong ways. ways. And that <laughs> might be a wrong way. Yeah. Like, like, you know, parents who decide what their kids are going to do for them, oh, yeah. generally it doesn't work. So yeah. let me tell At you what. It's not in our, in our culture because mm-hmm. yeah. it's very interesting that, that there are some parts of the world where that's absolutely a part of the process. And, it's to, and that can be. And that works. Yeah. That can be. Um, um, what am I trying to say? That can actually be something to consider looking into. It's not on our list of notes, sorry. But I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm daring to think Uh-oh. while we're podcasting. It's a very risky, <laughs> risky endeavor on my part. But, um, no, you know, we have some Sabrina kids who actually want a fair amount of very direct leading from parents. Uh-huh. There, there are kids who are clueless and who really want you to very much walk them through. And that's actually okay. Absolutely. That's not a sign of immaturity. Mm-hmm. That's a different way of, of processing the whole how do I leave childhood and how do I step into adulthood. And that um, I, I've just been so interested. I've been listening to an audio book um, over the last couple of months that has shared a bunch of stories from different parts of the world. Mm. And the the tremendous respect shown for before I make a major life decision I'm going to go to my parents and 
um, the elder people in my community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm going to seek them out because you don't make decisions on your own. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with our kids, we're saying, you just got, you got to step up and make some decisions here, son. You know, I can't decide the rest of your life for you. And sometimes your kid is going, well, I don't want you to decide it for me, but I would really like a lot of step-by-step. But it's, what teen is going to actually say that to their parent? Yeah. You know, because it sounds childish to them. I I can remember one specific teen who was kind of like that, that that we worked with. And he had, uh, the family had a family business. And from the time he was little guy he was around the family business and so the father educated him as he went along you know he just grew up you know learning the the hands-on parts of the business so when he graduated he was just automatically an employee but for this young man it was his identity you know this is my family is about that and he was thrilled to be part of that culture so yeah yeah, so that was a a way that that parents really guided him you know they they taught him the hands-on they taught him business they taught him and it was by being immersed in that culture so yeah, we don't want to, to avoid engaging right. our kids and that guiding them that way. That takes us back to point one. If we're, if we're really praying and we're waiting on God, mm-hmm. as well as yeah. encouraging our child to pray and wait on God, then God's going to show us things about our kid's heart that we need mm-hmm. to be sensitive to one way or the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. which means there's no avoiding praying. Yeah. That we can't be God for God, but we can mm-hmm. listen and do the best we can. That's all right. right. That's right. And so all of this is pointing toward the very concrete phrase, career exploration, yes. which should not just be done as a um, sort of haphazard thing, but also needs some intentionality. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where parents really can step in and put a tool in your kids' hands, like the career exploration bundle that we have at sevensistershomeschool.com, where it's just very concrete, very friendly, mm-hmm. very conversational. But you can just, as an assignment, start your kid with the, with the questionnaire and say, okay, so work through this, think about the answers, we'll talk about it. Um, here, let's, let's work on a personal mission statement and it'll count for one of your writing assignments, you're getting credit for it too, mm-hmm. but some intentionality to the career exploration process is mm-hmm. empowering no matter what kind of clueless kid it is, one who wants hand-holding or one who wants to do a lot independently. Yeah, and the benefit of having a curriculum is there are just some things that just feels cheesy to talk about sometimes, like, you know, what what are your values, son? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, would you, would you rather work 40 hours a week and then come home and have the evening with your family, or do you like the, you know, like, mm-hmm. just check off some things yeah. in, in a checklist, and it helps teens then kind of have come to some of their own conclusions so values and life experiences and interests and talents all in a little workbook form that's not intimidating user-friendly it helps teens kind of own things for themselves and so it's somebody else asking the question instead of mom yeah. yeah you know if you're using the career exploration questionnaire it's whoever vicki tillman is out there in the internet world you know she's asking the question it's not actually mom asking me this so it feels more legitimate. Yeah, absolutely. And another beautiful thing about that curriculum, um, and I'm using it right now, so that's why I'm so um, I'm teaching a group of a half half a dozen students right now with it, um, is that it it does engage important people in the student's life. It asks them a couple different times to talk to other people in their lives, parents, you know, siblings, people at church, neighbors, whatever. It really invites them to do that. And again, it's an assignment, so they need to do it. And they can approach those other people if they feel awkward. 
gives them permission. I, yeah, I have this assignment, and I'm wondering if I could talk to you. So it kind of makes it a little bit less like, you know, Tell less, me about myself. Yeah, yeah. it's a little less weird. awkward for, for the student or for the person that they might be asking or whatever, and opens up some doors to some conversations that otherwise might not happen, and they're really, really valuable. <clears throat> okay, so we keep saying there's not one right way to do this. There's not one right way to handle a teen who doesn't know what they want to do after graduation. But we came up with a few things that we would say are wrong things to do that are minefields mm-hmm. that you really want to avoid. And uh, one of those would be, uh, Vicki mentioned it vaguely earlier, but don't just allow your teen to give up and hide in the basement and game Mm-mm. all around the clock. It, it's not helpful. You don't want to shut down human development again. It's a good course to take. Mm-hmm. Is when kids do identity moratorium, they just shut down. Then they don't become who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to not know, but it's not good to shut down. Mm, good. So you got to kind of keep moving, even if you're not sure the ultimate direction. Just mm-hmm. keep swimming. Yeah. Just yeah. keep swimming. There That's right. Go. Just keep. There swimming. you go. Yeah. It reminds me of this quote that I know I've shared before. Um, but at, at um, Dell Tech's college graduation, uh, the president stood up there and he had a very unusual career path getting to be a college president. And he said, God draws straight with crooked lines. And it's that same idea. Mm-hmm. Like if we just sit, God can't take us anywhere if we're just sitting. If we're willing but if to we're stagger moving, along. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you're moving, you, he can correct our course. But if we're just sitting still stuck, he can't. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. Don't push your own anxiety off on your kid. I mean, let's face it. When your mom and your kid is a junior in high school and is still going, I have absolutely no idea, mom. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We get a little stressed. And we think, oh, no, here I've done this. And and he's going to graduate or she's going to graduate. And people are going to look at me and say, well, apparently you didn't prepare this kid for life. Yeah, like looking at the other kids who want to go be a medical doctor or a veterinarian and oh my goodness, my kid doesn't even know yet and so I'm a failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to deal with your own angst. Right. You mm-hmm. really do. And the first place to do that is in prayer mm-hmm. and the word. But it's also important to connect with real people, to connect with virtual people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. hopefully part of what we're doing with the Homeschool High School podcast is encouraging homeschool parents to not get tied up in that that place of oh no and because you you do you push that off on your kids and you are not doing the right thing yeah even if you're not saying it to them they they pick pick up up on it absolutely yeah so deal with your own crud too (laughs) all right and then finally don't allow your teen to just impulsively jump into something or settle Mm. because they just don't want to think about it anymore So if you've got a kid who has really never looked into what a career in the military would look like and who goes, never mind, I'm just going to enlist in the military and and figure it out, um, that's not a really good way to choose that because that's a big commitment Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't just do it impulsively. Or I'm just not going to go to, I'm not going to put in any college applications when they haven't really thought through whether they're going to put in college applications or not. So yeah, avoid that, that impulsive knee-jerk reaction because what they're reacting to is the anxiety that they're under. Right, right. So you got to help them face the anxiety and deal with it and call it what it is. It's not really, I just don't know, so I just have to do something. It's, I'm afraid to right. make a decision, and I'm afraid because I haven't made a decision yet. And help them, help them look at the fear and deal with the fear. Mm. Mm. And then go back and do the process, the experiences yeah. and the career exploration. 
Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And and don't let them or yourself feel like whatever decision they make, they are stuck in for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Because that's sort of like the flip side of, of the not being impulsive yeah. thing, is it's so easy to feel like, ah, whatever I decide now, I see this. I talked to a student yesterday who was going through this, and she just feels like whatever she decides now is going to just completely... De- delineate and determine the rest of her life mm-hmm. and so it's a, it's very it's paralyzing for her yeah, yeah how yeah. many of us in yeah. in our 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s are doing precisely what we decided to do at 18 <laughs> not uh, in america not in not this room anybody that i <laughs> yeah. met really yeah, yeah. 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 So it's it's not it's not a one and done where you get plugged into this spot and that's mm-hmm. your spot in the universe forever and ever. Amen. I, I often remind our kids that you know yeah. that, that God will take you places you can't even envision right now. Yeah. And for some of our kids, our world is changing so much. He'll take them places that don't even, don't even really exist, exist right now. That's right. good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that it doesn't have to be the answer for forever and ever hallelujah amen it just has to be the next step right. yeah so the point is the journey not the destination absolutely absolutely and I, I also tell kids to remember just important or sometimes even more important than what you're going to do is who you're going to be and awesome that doesn't mean doctor you know right you know uh plumber you know uh soldier or whatever not a label that or means a title. Mm-hmm. getting back to those you know role models that means like what what's god doing yeah. in in making you who you are and he will use you wherever you are yeah. so back to those paper role models exactly. you do that like you have them read about people who have learned about life mm-hmm. not because they need to become the second that person but we can learn things from people who have walked through experiences. Mm. Good. Mm-hmm. Good deal. All right. Well, this is hopefully a lot to think about. And I, I think we had a, an interesting mix today of practical and principle-based because um, this, this area in particular, when you have a kid who just doesn't know what they want to do after graduation, this is an area where both have to be happening together. Or you've got a problem. If you just try to give them practical steps, then you're trying to create a formula. Right. And you're trying to control the outcome. And your kid can see it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And that's even more terrifying. Yes. Right. Um, and if you just stay all vague and ushy squishy, well, God has a plan. It will be fine. Don't you worry about it, honey. That's not helping either. Yeah. It's got to be the two together. God does have a plan. And it is going to be fine. And you need to take steps to discover and uncover what that plan involves in the near future. And then you take those steps. And sometimes they can work with the coach. Oh, coaching is a <laughs> wow, wonderful yeah. thing. So a shameless plug is I work oh, with well, homeschool high schoolers, mm. you know, via phone and Skype to help them with that. Yeah, VickiTillmanCoaching.com. Excellent resource. And I can't tell you how many kids I've seen who just needed to talk it through with somebody other than mom and dad. Oh, my, Yes. And that's not a slam to mom and dad. You can have a great relationship with your parents and still need to talk it through with somebody. With an outside voice. Yeah, Yeah, it's just that that step removed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or why the kids in your career exploration class, Kim, grow so much in that it's just another voice and then the teamwork of working out their ideas together. Mm -hmm. So we're hearing a lot of uh, relational encouragement Stay mm-hmm. connected. Mm. Find resources. If you don't have them in your local, in real life community, 
then reach out because virtual relationships are way better than no relationships at all. They yes. don't take the place of in real life for everything. But, but they're what good. a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to use the internet and to be able to use things like, like Skype and, and email correspondence with people to fill in those gaps. So, yeah, don't try to go it alone, and don't expect your kid to go it alone either, because God designed us to be in relationship with one another. Absolutely. So we hope that this has been an encouraging and practical um, episode for you, and if you have ideas, things that you have worked on with your teens, or questions that you think we just haven't thought about or haven't addressed, we would really love to hear from you. We have the homeschool, high school um, podcast Facebook page. Indeed. We have a Seven mm-hmm. Sisters Homeschool Facebook page. And a gazillion posts on career exploration oh, yes. kind of ideas at sevensistershomeschool.com. Yes. And lots we're on and Pinterest. Lots. We're all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Yes, we are. So please connect with us. Mm-hmm. And if you like what you're hearing here and could give us some stars or a review on iTunes, that would also be most helpful. It will help other homeschool, high school families find encouragement that they need as well. So thank you for tuning in. We look forward to our next episode with you. And until then, just remember there is not one right right way way to do this. (laughs) This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.